0: Well, they, their smallest size is too big for me, and I'm
1: Yeah, Esther. I know, I guess that is so pick me, but it's a real struggle. Like, small people, it does suck. Wait, that you can choose from kid sizes and adult sizes? <laughs> sizes are never or, or that people- you never had to, bond, like, bind your feet your I whole life? Little
2: people don't need sneakers. Like, where are you going? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no can carry you. <laughs>
1: Right now, go to nativedo.com slash Trash Tuesday or use promo code Trash Tuesday or at checkout to get a sweet 20% off your first order.
0: That's nativedo.com slash Trash Tuesday or use promo code Trash Tuesday at checkout for 20% off your first order. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code TRASH to save $15 off your first month subscription.
1: This is their best offer anywhere, and it is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TRASH.
0: New York City Slugs tickets for my New York shows are finally on sale today at 1 p.m. Eastern. I cannot wait. I'm going to be at Joe's Pub. You can get tickets at esteronice.com. These shows are going to be really, really special um, and intimate. And I can't wait. By the way, I love New York. I want to live here. I love it so much. okay that's giving kickline camp what is what is kickline camp dude you're you think you're joking but like you're really good hannah that was pretty good Thank you. and modern dance and i'm tired
2: for the rest of the pod now nobody cares
0: about modern dance but it is a really like you could be in a modern dance
2: club. i just feel like you're you just have to pick a story in your head and i make up different stories in my head all the time and then i just like act it out excessively and you express literally out of breath you guys i walked up la cienega today (laughs) people thought i was an out of shape prostitute like it was okay (laughs) now that's a humble brag (laughs) no but like i feel like if you're a girl walking in la people just think you're a prostitute who like isn't pretty enough for OnlyFans. and i like
1: was gonna faint and no one wanted to pick me up also how i know you're not from la is because we all ordered la colombe and you asked for whole milk
2: he said what kind of milk i said normal milk and he <laughs> did not process it he was like normal oats <laughs> <laughs> normal macadamia nuts <laughs> um so i am gonna shit myself but that's part of my thing i also just got a lymphatic drainage massage Ooh,
1: i love those she's
2: glowing and in the beginning she started telling me like manifestations like she was like you are beautiful you are worthy you and i was like I'm not in New York anymore. In New York, I'd be like, shut the fuck up! I'm just trying to get a massage. I know. <laughs> Quiet down, you crusty bitch. (laughs) I'm like, you don't know me, bitch. I'm actually not
0: worthy. I don't know if I'm going to be able, because I'm going to go to New York for the month of March. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it. I'm very accustomed to uh, people
1: giving you affirmations when you wake up. Yeah. (laughs) Esther, but you have a bite to you. Thank you. I think of you as a poisonous dart frog.
0: Oh my God, that's the (laughs) sweetest thing anyone's ever said. I'm, and I'm getting nastier. They're deadly. Yes.
1: They're deadly.
0: Are you in
2: your Villain era?
0: I think I'm in my like, just embrace how fucking dark I really am. Yeah. Like, I'm not holding back anymore.
2: I've always loved your sense of humor, and now I realize it's because underneath it all is the saddest (laughs) (laughs) shit. But it comes off so bubbly, so it's so confusing, and I'm obsessed with that for you.
0: Wait, okay, so back to us all being former athletes. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, no, no, no. Before my presentation. Because I do have a question. I am my whole life i was like oh my god you know you meet people who when you were when i was dancing when you were doing your you know respective athletic (laughs) programs
2: chasing balls
0: people would always come up to me and be like oh i used to dance and i'd be like is that gonna be me one day that can't be me that can't be me i know where this is going and then now that is me and i'm i have to struggle with like not being ashamed to go to a ballet class here and there and feel like a has-been but now when i get over that and i go i feel wonderful and i'm like oh it's okay that this is a beautiful hobby for me do you guys relate to that at all a
1: hundred percent but i leaned into my has-been title a long time ago
2: i just go i'm a has-been
1: but it's kind of like a it's it's like a defensive thing to say, I think, because what happens is that when I was when I quit swimming and like three years after that, I would go back to the Rose Bowl and I would do a couple laps and there was still that part of me that was still really competitive where like the person lap swimming next to me, I was like, this fucking young person doesn't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> and then, but then I'm like, wait a second. Like I, as opposed to, I could just admit that I'm a has-been, but when he would like, we would be on the wall together you know I would make sure that there was conversation and that he knew like you know what I mean like well, that yeah, you have equals. I was once there yeah because yeah.
2: think about it that skill made people respect us in the past and then you have that identity crisis where you're like who am I without this thing that made me important and people loved me more when I would win more or when I do these cool dance moves and <laughs> I what I had to realize for myself because after I quit, I would like cry all the time. Cause I'd be like, why did you put 20 years into something and none of your <sighs> dreams even like went yes. through with it? Well, I just got the chills. No, I literally would be like, what was the reason? Like hard to be like, <laughs> what was, why did I literally push myself so fucking hard? And then I realized like what made you special in that sport, in that talent is you're gonna put into so many other things. Mm. And like now that makes more sp- sense to me. But like when I was 23, I was kind of empty. And I had to figure it out. But also a lot of people, we are dualities. Like we have, we're so multifaceted, but society tries to put you into like, you're a swimmer. Yeah, And I think especially with women, like we have so many parts of ourselves that, but people want to like name us as one thing.
1: Yeah. That is a really interesting thing that I think not a lot of non-athletes don't understand is the identity crisis, because that is your entire being, like the entire self-awareness of who you are is tied to this thing you do every day and you do it blindly you don't ask questions you just put in the work because you think you're gonna make it to the olympics one day Mm -hmm. or make you know what i mean or win wimbledon Mm -hmm. you know win a grand slam you know dance at unlv like you just think it so you believe it so hard so when it's over you're like what now who am i outside of this am i you know like do i even know how to fucking tie my shoelaces like do I know how to live alone like who am I in relation to this person it's a total identity crisis and like I do
0: find myself when I go to professional ballet classes and I can't pick up certain moves Mm -hmm. I I like shut down I'm like you know what I'm doing so bad at picking up this combination I just stand in the back of the room and watch because I'm like I can't even like fight the fight sometimes Mm -hmm. but then other times I'm like these little bitches i got better feet than them (laughs) my (laughs) turnout is better like there's just so much that comes up in there and and i what i don't want to happen anymore is for me to be be so bummed out about it that it keeps me from finding the love in it Mm -hmm. well that's the thing like by the
2: end sometimes we've lost love we were burnt out but like i have a tennis channel on all day every day
1: Really, I just, I just watched... Breakpoint. Yes, so good. The thing is,
2: tennis is—it's a mental mess. They say the court is six inches from ear to ear, or if you have a small head. Do you have something to say? I oh, know he looked really interested. I oh was no, like, I just like that show on Netflix. Oh. <laughs> They're gonna say I had a small head. <laughs> I was like, unless you're him, um, unless you're Esther and her tiny little feet. But I realized that, like with tennis, I—I'll jump in and I'll play with people. And in the past, you have all these voices in your head. You don't have a voice as an athlete or a dancer. It's what are your coaches saying? What are your Mm -hmm. parents saying? You numb your voice. And then once you quit, you're just left with this like weak inner voice that my only job was how high. So then you have to literally find who that voice is. Whoa. That's a
1: really good point. That
2: was really So I've done like a lot of therapy. I can
0: (laughs) tell. And also, I love hearing you say that you watch tennis all the time because there are certain series that have come out over the past few years that are about dance, and I'm like two. I am like too... i can not watch.
1: Them. And the same way, yeah. I can't watch swimming, but I'll watch tennis all day. I also don't miss a grand slam. Like I. Oh, I, I mean, watch. it's also chic, iconic. We should go.
2: We should go to the Palm Springs. To- oh my god! I re. I'm so pissed that I've never been it to a single so, one. It is so fun, and to see it. I mean, tennis is also. I'm obsessed with tennis, and I'm also swimming and dance. They're all kind of like there's team but there's not it's an individual with sport. tennis you can't call time out when you're feeling bad you can't pass the ball you can't get coached it's literally you out there figuring it out and same with swimming you can't mm-hmm. be like wait can we restart or like dance you have to figure it out and i think we we all were kind of these like solo performers that found a different way um to express ourselves
1: yeah but we is- should go to palm springs okay i didn't realize the prize money was so big
2: for these big tournaments it is, but with tennis the problem is is if you're not in the top hundred and fifty in the world, you're making no money. Mm. It's like really hard to break into them. So my thing was like I was fully like, I could go pro, but I will lose all my money mm. and make it like maybe five hundred in the world. With a five hundredth best, like I love how this is a sports podcast now. The five <laughs> hundredth best, like basketball players making tons of money sitting on a bench, whether he wins or loses,
1: he gets paid.
0: That's my kind of career.
1: <laughs> I've been I've been lucky though. Um, where I've been able to Parlay my ability to swim Into other things so now mm-hmm. I'm fully into free diving and spearfishing Ooh. So I've been and that that's Where I've found the love for See, water See that's again. something I'd
2: pretend to like if a guy was hot I'm like I love spearfishing <laughs> <laughs> I think about
1: it all the time
0: <laughs> The amount Of things I pretended to like for Guys I always say I still don't Even know how I truly feel about magic Because everyone <laughs> Ever dated has had such
2: a strong Feeling either hating it or loving it and I always I'm switching it up <laughs> like wait did you say free falling free diving free diving? that's the kind of thing I'd be like do you want to free dive and I'm like I'm so spontaneous absolutely <laughs> you, like, hurt your toe right before you're like oh my god this is so weird I should check this I'll be in the van <laughs> 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 but that's that is so fucking cool but yet we also you have it's a drug like performing was a drug yeah. so I lost that drug and then I guess like stand-up is performing has given us this thing but we also have the diligence of a disciplined athlete combined with creativity, and that's why we're taking over the fucking planet. However, I was triggered driving here today. I saw these people running in like a CrossFit class, <laughs> and I realized like I was so emotionally and physically abused as an athlete. Uh-huh. Like you're just because your coaches, their only pre- their pressure is that you're number one, right? Yeah. So they don't care. They're like, I'm going to push you. My mom had to tell my coaches that they had to tell me to stop because I wouldn't. Like I would just run. Like I would have no foot left. Like I would just keep going, which is like what made me good. But also like that's traumatic. Extreme. So I told myself when I graduated, I'm like, I'm never running a time mile again. I'm never waking up to work out before 7 a.m. Thank you. And I've stuck to it.
1: Hannah, we have the same exact rules. Do we have the same therapist? Maybe. Because she was like, no competition for you. Not in any facet. You are not allowed to compete in CrossFit. No in checkers. Fact, dude, no flipping the table with Monopoly. <laughs> nothing, absolutely no competition. In fact, she says, if you're going to do a spin class, it's got to be only SoulCycle because they don't measure your RPMs. they are no numbers it cannot be the other cycle houses but where you're, you're in competition your competitive
2: and, side was what made people like think you were amazing before so how do you decipher what is good for you competitive wise
1: versus what's unhealthy um so it triggers a whole like slew of just like a uh, physical shutdown for me oh, where know. it's like i can perform in a competition and if i go to that cycle house if i go anywhere i probably will win uh-huh. because i will die before i lose yeah but That's so hot. i go home and i'm emotionally just like. Like, or I'm just, I'm a wreck. So I quit tennis because I had horrible performance anxiety. Ooh, I see that a lot with tennis players.
2: Like, I would, like, lose my serve. Like, I was playing number one for University of Wisconsin. and I was like, would it be so fucked up if, like, I just forgot how to serve? And then my mind would, like, do it to me. Is that, like, the twisties in gymnastics? Yep. It's so, like, what. Um, the, yeah, the... The yips. the yips. The yips, yeah. And I would do it with my forehand, like, because I'd just be sitting around with my anxious mind, and I'd be like, what's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> and then I would, like, make it happen because I'm disciplined. But it was... Now I realize... My body was like you don't want to be a competitor anymore. Like I'm so competitive, but I actually like girls like loved competing. I loved practice. I hated judgment day when I had to beat a girl cuz if I won, I was just like, "Thank God." And if I lost, I was like, "Now I have to face the music that I'm the worst tennis player in the world." I
0: actually really loved class and rehearsal more than performing too, which is weird cuz now we're both performers for a
2: living. But this performing, I really feel like it's, it's just so different. expressive. Like I'm going to yeah. leave this pod. And I'm not gonna be like you lost, you won. I'm just like that was fun. You don't, my I think that all the time
1: when I I leave certain, I'm like, fuck, I that was. I have
2: to train myself because you can't live your life like having to like. I'm like, I'm not playing a game anymore. I'm just expressing myself, and I'm proud of myself that like I got invited on a cool pod today. Can
1: I tell you guys a fucked up story? That's what I'm
2: telling myself.
1: So last year I was supposed to compete in the. nationals for spearfishing and i i did you love you're like uh-huh. i can't i'm not allowed oh, to compete. yeah wait what but i am gonna be number one spearfisher in the planet <laughs> well, <laughs> no it was just it's fresh cool. it was it's not even it was just freshwater nationals and i was gonna <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay got it now, now she's on the say cover
1: that? of like spearfishing central <laughs> <laughs> i'm not that great of a spearfisher woman yet but i will get there i have friends like kimmy werner and valentine thomas who are like aces but i was supposed to compete and i was supposed to be in a team with my friend matt And we were, and and the whole time, like a month out, immediately, like I was in the worst mood. I was bitching everyone out. I was just (laughs) in the, the worst mental mindset. And I swear to you, I swear to you, two weeks out i got covid and i thanked the fucking heavens i was like thank you so much whoever just gave me covid because then <laughs> it was a good enough reason to pull out and then another girl replaced me and they won like second place they were an but incredible sports is team. it's hard
2: because you're taught to like push through any nerves that's how you become a champion push through when mm-hmm. you're tired so you can't tell when you actually like just don't want to do it just for you like i got hit by a car my senior year but, like, I was totally fine, but it was enough to, like, fuck up my, like, Big Ten championship. And I remember I got hit by a car. First thing I said was tell my coach I'm going to be late to practice because I was so scared. And I relate then to that. I literally was like, wait, the universe fucks my shit up. Like, that's a one thing that the universe does to me like they will fuck me up to get me out of situations it's never like a casual <laughs> thing it's always like you're gonna hit by a car you're gonna like big things because the universe knows that i will fight i'm a fighter i will try so i'm a I, clinger I, yeah. <laughs> you gotta push me You exactly i will cling to like my life depends on it and then finally i was like i hear you i see you i i i i will leave i will leave this sport that i love And I like, I I made a conscious decision after college. I'm not going to go pro. And my body was telling me to leave. I was like, your body tells you. And I say it's like surfing. I don't know why I looked at you, but you look like you can
1: surf. I, I, I can, but I'm not good. I'm I mean, just gonna put that up. I'm Sorry, I didn't look yeah, at you, but no. I feel like you would just float away. I can't. That, so I right choice. <laughs> your little feet. Just more than <laughs> more than float away. Pass away. <laughs> she can't swim. <laughs> She'd just be taken out with the
2: dolphins. Um, but it's like surfing. When you find the right wave, you fucking go. Do you need to focus? Do you need have the right technique? Do you have to like stay? Whatever. Yes. But when you find that wave, you flow, and all the other waves will feel really fucking difficult. So it's like find your wave. Oh, wow. That's we're so doing beautiful. metaphors.
1: Mm-hmm. We're doing water metaphors. We're doing, and and right then just spear alley. that fish. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When I spear the fish, I cry really, really hard. I'm not over that part yet. See,
2: why did we pick something? Because <laughs> 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 f- I would cry. I like I can't even kill anything. I think like karma's going to come get me like an, even an ant.
1: I mean, same. I, I, I'm i terrified of cockroaches, but I will escort one out. Yeah, give it a little. Well, I'll ask my neighbor to come to my house, the guy I don't know, to escort the cockroach out.
0: <laughs> one of my core memories in da- in like a dance rehearsal was when the head of our studio was watching us rehearse. And it was like a week before the show where I had the lead. And she. I just remember her screaming in front of everyone, Esther, you're standing out in a bad way. <gasps> and that like has stuck with me. And I think that ultimately a couple couple years later when I made the decision to quit I was like I think I do stand out in a bad way like in that was like that became this metaphor of like I'm not supposed to be like in this herd of dancers or you know
2: oh, oh my god I stand out in a bad way period like that's who I am no
0: I think that's stand-up comedians like
2: you could say that about everybody yeah but that is so true because I told you like with tennis all the girls were very robotic and I, I'm, I was never like that. Like, I was always aware of everything. I was, like, crazy on the court. I would be like, come on! Like, I was a character. And I was like, I feel different, but I know I'm not, like, that special. So why am I, like, sticking out like a sore thumb?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I was, like, I realized, too, a part of why I loved dance class was that when I went there, I was the goofball and, like, made everyone mm-hmm. laugh. And so it all, like, I slowly figured it out that it was time to leave. I.
2: My like one skill I would get nervous all the time with playing, but the one thing I always could do was make my doubles partner laugh when she was in a bad mood. Like I would double fall. I'd do everything wrong, but she'd play bad when she got angry. So like my job was to just keep her happy, and I, it was I could do it in my sleep. I knew exactly what to say, but never th- I thought I could monetize that stupid skill. <laughs> Actually, I cried. I used to cry when I first tried working out after college, after tennis, because I'd go to the gym. And i just be reminded, like, I used to work out to become a champion. Why am I here? I'm a loser. Mm-hmm. I And my my body would shut down. I'd cry. And I'd, I'd be on the treadmill for, like, seven minutes. And I'd give up. Like, I've had coaches, like, throw water at me, smack me in the head. Like, Sweet. just keep running and we'll tell you when to stop. Like, doing planks on a tennis court that's, like, it starts melting the bottom of your elbows. Like, fucked up shit. But that was just, like being a
1: champion yeah i i was just telling um, i'm sorry i was at i was at the gym this morning and i was telling um my trainer like he was like Kalila like you know i cannot tell when you're at your limit Mm. because it's like like i think dr drew calls it like poor second order representation so it's almost like i dissociate through pain so if it's the last couple reps and i'm really like pushing it I just, I'm like flat, like flat. there's like no emotions out of me. But um, I realized where that's from. Um, when I was 12, I was, this was like the Philippine National Games. And I was expected, cause I was like the, the I held the record in a certain event and a 200 meter brushstroke. And then <clears throat> I lost and everyone was like, she wasn't supposed to lose that race. My sister was in the race with me. I lost their race. so young. And I will send you guys just like newspaper clippings of me. Like everyone took a picture of me crying in like four different ways from this angle. I was 12 years old. And then on uh, the caption on it was "Kalila fails to hold back tears after her loss in why are these we, people so invested why in i'm like career. i'm the a 12 year old you're
2: you're literally learning what your reality is that's people, a, that is fucked that is
0: like
1: a form um, of public humiliation it anyway. is it is and then um but then my trainer said something funny he was like well you kind of went through like a weird like public humiliation last year you know with the whole breakup with bobby and he was like, do you think that like a part of you is just kind of like block going through that same thing of like, can't cry, can't do this, can't do, I'm like. What I do is like, because I went through public humiliation
2: <laughs> recently too and I just, um, I get depressed, but then I just like become a workaholic. Like I just put my mind towards, because all we know is like to just keep working, but I'm working on feeling my feelings. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> like I to this day don't know what that means, but I'm like, I'm upset. I've been upset. What do you want me to feel? So, but- Thank you for sharing that because, like, that stuff sticks with you. Like, hearing one person say, "like I'm disappointed in you," like that stuff shakes you to your core.
0: Yeah, but to have that be so public, like, I don't know. I just that keeps happening in our culture, and it's gonna, it's going to keep happening probably. And I just, I don't know. It's cool because I know that that happened to you in a way, and you. Like, became a superstar stand up comedian out of it. And so I do <laughs> think that, like, that. Don't wouldn't you say that that humiliation at twelve like made you a fucking fighter for the rest of your yeah, life?
1: Yeah, no, it made me fight, and that's the one thing that you said earlier that really like I can really relate to is like it does not matter how down in the dumps or in the fucking pits of hell I am, mm. like I'm I'm fighting like tooth and nail to well, get one out my of there.
2: Quotes. This is such a sports podcast. I'm obsessed with us right now. We are ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, look, there's no
0: secret that I like candy. And I'm not afraid, I'm not ashamed to say that. And I do believe that that is why Native was manifested into my life or how I manifested them to make this candy shop collection. You guys, Native products are thoughtfully formulated. They keep us feeling and smelling deliciously fresh all day long and you know Native for their aluminum-free deodorant. Native keeps their ingredients list bare naked with ingredients you understand like coconut oil, shea butter and baking soda. Native deodorant checks a lot of boxes for us: 72-hour odor protection, naturally derived ingredients, smooth, residue-free application. They also offer a variety of scents and new limited edition scents being released all the time, which is obviously my favorite thing about them. And when when you use Native, you will smell amazing all day long thanks to their long-lasting scents. There's woodsy, there's spicy, sweet, clean, fresh, okay? You've got lots of options, but do not miss the limited edition candy shop collection. They've got gummy bears, strawberry and vanilla taffy, sour berry belt. You guys, me and Annie are eating each other's armpits out. It's a problem. Right now, go to native NativeDio.com slash trash Tuesday or use promo code trash Tuesday at checkout to get a sweet 20% off your first order that's native com slash trash Tuesday or use promo code trash Tuesday at checkout for 20% off your first order we highly recommend the candy shop collection
2: I come from like a sports family. Like my grandpa was a gym teacher, like in Brooklyn, like would take kids off the street and be like, you're going to be a basketball player. Like he was like the guy <laughs> oh, watching movies. Just recruiting
1: randos. Literally, he would
2: find <laughs> just like tall guys in the neighborhood. He's like, you 37, fine, get on the team. <laughs> but he always said to me, even when it's raining, the hoop is always there. Mm. I fucking love that quote to this day because it's like, you know, when you're depressed and you're like, there's no hope. He's basically saying, The hoop is there. You can always score. You just can't see it because it's raining. We, it's so similar to ballet too.
0: I don't know if you guys have seen Center Stage. I watched it. I have. Oh my God, I love (laughs) Center Stage. (laughs) I watch every morning. (laughs) (laughs) But like, there's a scene where she's like, the bar is always here, like the ballet bar. Uh And it's like, you can always go back to the ballet bar and do your plies and do your tendus. And Uh like, that's always there. Like, no one can take that from me. I mean, I guess if I get hurt, but.
2: But it's all perspective. Like, you can feel like it's not there and feel like you're flailing. Yeah. But you're the one who can decide that like, this is going to be okay. And I feel like those traumatizing things that we've all been through, I was telling Esther, I'm just less scared now. Like, I'm like, what's going to happen to me today that I haven't already dealt with? Where mm-hmm. when you're younger, you're like, all these bad things could happen. And I'm like, they've happened. And I'm still here, still bloated, still thriving.
0: Mm-hmm. I've recently connected with a friend of mine who was like very publicly canceled a few years ago. And it's been interesting, like now that like he's gone through all of this trauma and what's left of him is truly just who he is wow and like his creative expression and i've just been very inspired by that like you, you they no one can take that from you you know like who you are and how you express yourself and your ideas in your mind like those don't go anywhere even if everybody in the world hates you and thinks this and that about you well depends
1: I, what you're canceled for true um because if you're just a fucking shit predator
2: okay true well you yeah if, if you've been canceled because people are trying to come for you and it's like or whatever public humiliation, i like to call it you have like an ego death because mm-hmm. at some point people don't cancel people who aren't like have something to be canceled, so like you have ego with whatever's going mm-hmm. on. So once that like, gets taken away, it's true you're naked, you're bare, and ego deaths are powerful because then you realize it's like with our sports, like tennis, there was so much ego associated with it that gave me anxiety. But like now, like with your ballet, if you can, why did I say it like that?
1: Ballet, <laughs> ballet, on. If she was famous, isn't ballet. that what they say in rock climbing? <laughs> Belay on. Ballet. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> I you wouldn't know about
1: rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> so-,
2: <laughs> so I feel like if. So she's my – if I was cool, I would be Kyla. So I, <laughs> I feel like with ballet, once you can get the ego out of it, then you're just there and you don't care what the girlies think. Yeah, it's think. for the love. It's just because you're like, the I'm moving my aim. body. I'm so capable. The f- I'm so good at this. I forget sometimes. Like, I'll be struggling and then I'll go hit a tennis ball and I'm like, wait, there's something I'm, like, actually really good at that I just forgot. But detach the ego and then it becomes – this fun, beautiful thing that we are just capable of, and it's, it doesn't have all these other voices attached to it.
0: Hannah, since we last saw you, you are now officially an MRS.
2: Oh my God! Yes, I am decentering men from my life, but I am married. Same. Yeah. No,
0: I literally on stage. I think I just told told this last week, but I go on. <laughs> my opener on Valentine's Day was like who wants to hear from a sad lonely girl on valentine's day i mean i am engaged but
2: um. <laughs> <laughs> i joke that being married was like bad for my brand and like people don't know i'm married like every now and then it'll come up and people will like lose their mind but it's like the least interesting thing about me and i have a podcast called giggly squad that we Love recorded it. two so days good. ago we literally forgot that it was valentine's day did not talk about valentine's day and i'm like wait i'm we're i'm so proud of us <laughs> We literally forgot to talk. We didn't talk about plans. Like, we just – it didn't come up in the hour we spoke. That's you were, how you know you're – It's called the Bechdel yeah. test, and we passed. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, like, I'm married, and it's and it's so nice to have, like, a partner. Um, But, like, it's – I just have this thing where, like, I don't want anyone to dim my light. I feel like relationships could be so toxic, and it's, like, yeah. be single until you find someone who can just, like – support you do
0: you did you have a good experience having a wedding i'm on the fence about having one do you have any pro tips
2: um my only other thing i would have done is eloped Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i love an elopement still my plan i do think but i also was like kind of cheap at the time like i remember afterwards being like it was amazing but was it worth the money but that was also me i i'd never like dreamed of a wedding it never was like my thing it ended up being such a beautiful like Moment in time of your life, like you, I, I, felt the weight of it. Like I was when I was, I was getting adrenaline and stuff, like during the vows and stuff, which I didn't think I would have. Oh. But like you, you feel like the moment, the weight of the moment hits you. I just like the critic in me. There were all these little microaggressions that would happen against women throughout it, like about like, well, lose, th- you know, three pounds to fit into this wedding dress, and like, you know, how are we gonna. Have your dad give you off to him like little oh. things that I just was like I'm not I'm not engaging in this and I didn't like like I don't like that attention I love attention I don't like the attention of people like not being forced but like you have to celebrate me when I didn't do anything
0: I totally mm. relate to this and this that is makes sense I feel like you just so perfectly articulated why I don't want a wedding because me and my fiance are at a standstill. He wants one I don't. I want to elope so badly. Yeah. Um, and the walking down the aisle thing, I my dad is 80 years old. He's my best friend in the whole world. I have screamed in his face. Ew, you're not giving me (laughs) away. People need
2: to talk about it because my friend, Ashley Heseltine, who is Girls Gotta Eat podcast, she's like, my father's not giving me away. I make more money than him. (laughs) 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 And it was literally iconic. But what happened with me is my, my dad and my mom walked me down. And all I was thinking in my head is you have to give the bouquet to one of them and then go up. I give the bouquet to my mom, and then I just walked up. Like, I forgot to, like, kiss my dad. or I didn't do – I just forgot, and I wasn't going to. A clear, then my dad and I, the father-daughter dance, we're, like, best friends. 30 seconds in, we were, like, we can't – we, we literally quit. Like, my dad – he. we were, like, this. We were laughing. I think he, like – he kind of, like, shoved me, like, a joke. And then I was, like, we're not – I'm not playing this game with you. I'm not doing a father-daddy – dance with my dad who I literally just like all we do shit on each other all the time it actually my people were like oh they're done like 20 seconds in, we just stopped we were like come on guys it was there were a lot of awkward parts but I would argue to like make him happy too because it is whatever his day I mean it's not really but (laughs) your dad or your husband your husband okay husband I would do a small thing that has whatever you feel will be nice and we would like i I changed a lot of things to make it less traditional and comfortable for me, okay, that okay, maybe Does did you guys
1: read your own vows or did you have a
2: question so it was on the beach, it ended up being quite the wedding I have to say, like it went from like a garage wedding to like Hamptons, like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i like, yeah. like, i but I actually I had a wedding planner who. I just like trusted, like I gave her all my inspo, and then the day of the wedding, I saw what it looked like. Like I oh, I like that. I was not involved at all. I trusted she was going to be better than me at it. It's like with like designing your home. I know this thing I want. I don't know how to do it. Yes, she crushed it. So I was surprised. We we did like traditional ish vows. I was very not into like I don't want this mambo jumbo about love and like religion. I don't need that. Yeah. No one knows what it means. It, we had the we had people heckling us during the <laughs> like because we have comedians in the crowd, reality TV people who were blackout. One girl like fell and <laughs> she they were like wow ah! like they were yelling. It was crazy. The the judge who d- officiated was like a family friend who was hilarious. So we were dying laughing. And then Des is of Irish descent, so they have the bride and the groom give a speech during the reception, which I was, like, not really about. I'm like, I don't need to perform on my big no. day. But he goes up, and he's murdering. Like, murdering, last per minute, insane. He's, like, serving. And then I start looking at my phone, calls me out. He's like, she knows she's next. She's looking at her phone for her notes. And I was like, okay, now I need to take you the fuck down. <laughs> so then I go up for my speech. <laughs> I... You have to slow it down. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if someone's killing before you slow it down, you bring people down, you almost make them nervous. Is she bombing? What's going to happen? Bring him down to nothing. And (laughs) then I'm like, I wish sometimes that I was able to like grow with you. Like you're 47. I met you at 30. I wish I knew who Des was when he was younger. I wish I met you when like you were 20 years old but I would have been in kindergarten. And then the place like (laughs) erupted. I got an applause break. I looked him in the eye and I was like, don't ever fuck with me again. And that was our wedding.
0: (laughs) I love that. And like, I always joke that I wish that Dave and I had met earlier, but I would have been too young. So I always say that I think we met on the streets of New York when I was there with my dance teacher in eighth grade. And he was an adult working in the city. (laughs) He was going to (laughs) Starbucks for his job in the morning. Yeah. Like, I'm like, we we must have caught each other's eye as we knew from long ago but you know
2: what the best part because during it it's all like everything has to be formal everyone's like what we're supposed to do then we did the after party across the street at this like beach bar and that was everything because you don't care anymore you're like mm-hmm. anything could happen at like when my bridesmaids could like puke her brains out no one cares we were like dancing on the bar and it was that was the best time and yeah. then i that night we had sex. It was crazy. Like humble brag. <laughs> I realized I just hadn't taken my birth control for a week because I'm horrible with it. And I realized I was ovulating. Oof. I'll explain what that is to your producers later. And anyways, <laughs> 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 Next time, I wake up and we like have to go to this like little brunch. And I was like, Do you want to have a baby? Cause I was like, I, I know my luck. Like I'll get pregnant. Did he go go inside you? Yeah. He go-goed. <laughs> and and he looked at me and he's like, I kind of want to travel for like two to three years. I'm like, you're 47. He's like, I kind of want to go skiing more. And I'm like, okay. Uh, so I'm like, okay, let's travel to CVS. <laughs> I, I got a plan B. I have like a whole bit about it. How like, you know, when you're in a Walgreens, normally it's so fun. But then when you were going for a plan B, the place just close in, closes in on, yeah, your, on your and your you. Yeah, and you can't find ahead. it. You can't find it. It's in the family planning, family planning. I don't know what to do. So I took a plan B, my wedding. We need to get you a, a
1: deal with Julie. Julie, <laughs> Julie is the, plan B is just boring and so medical and so scary to and look sad. at. sad, but there's Julie like- is the new contract. Julie's um, a new contraceptive. I would
2: love. It's like in cute colors and makes you feel hot. No, like the guy had <laughs> to take out like a cleaver to like break down. No, the walking to I let me. That. <laughs> I, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's so <laughs> attention grabbing. I'm like, I'm trying to be subtle here that I'm irresponsible with my pussy, and you're like telling the
1: whole entire Walgreens. No, when I pick up a Julie, I'm waving that thing around <laughs> the aisle. You're like what? I'm like, look at me being a whore. <laughs> 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 I let him go, go all up oh, in
0: it's my a guts. It's yeah, like, no. you jewel with your Julie. Yeah, like have have one in our purses at all times. Like here, Kalila. Well, that's what you did. You yeah. got me one. Um. Oh yeah, for a couple, live yeah. stream. for our yeah. live stream. Oh, no, you need. We need to do a campaign of you <laughs> with a Julie the morning after your wedding. it <laughs> was well, so good. What's so
2: funny is we decided because we were on reality TV. He was on for like a second, and people just take whatever they want from it. They like monetize it. They spin any story they want to. Whatever you feel kind of used and abused with your mm. relationship. So we were like. I'm not doing an article on it. I'm not doing like a bride's like this is just for us. If it gets picked up by someone's photo, fine, but just for us. But I knew people were, like, looking at my Instagram, like, what she you going to post? So my first post was my, like, wedding band holding the plan B. I saw that. <laughs> it was and awesome. Thank you. I tried really hard to curate that moment for
1: myself. That Imagine is- if it was the purple box, the purple <laughs> so Julie box. Yeah. Would have been better contrast for the photo. Just overall very editorial. You should recreate very editorial. It. Yeah. No,
0: but I, by the way, I just want to say that I love living your life for the storyline like I love an Instagram post that's just like yeah bitch I'm a hoe uh, after my wedding like I, I don't know that's like my kind of fucking
2: content I literally joke that it's like I lost my virginity on my wedding night but I didn't um, <laughs> but I'm dealing with some issues now because my husband loves skiing and I wasn't a skier growing up because I was a tennis player and god forbid I got injured skiing so I was like not allowed to ski and my family like didn't really have the like you had to be like loaded I feel like too. yeah that's yeah rich On the the East girls coast, East you sport ha- yeah it or was skied. like skiing was not part of the conversation so he skis and i learned and obviously i'm really competitive so i wanted to become like the best skier i could be i'm like i'm gonna be in the olympics and he was obviously i married someone like my dad so like in the morning i did three hour lessons afternoon i would show him what i learned and <laughs> it's i should probably talk to a the therapist about it but i got like pretty good and now he like wants to go skiing all the time and i it's so embarrassing i don't like I have to go to Whistler next week to ski with him. Okay, but
0: do you have to go? Can we like talk about how you can just say no or
1: but you have to do Here's I think this is how it work it should work. You don't have to do all the things he loves, but you have to do one or two things. But
2: we're like the best friends where like we we love all the same things. You and your husband. Yeah. So
1: skiing can just not be one of them. But like skiing is his most favorite thing.
2: And I'm such a (laughs) like, I want my dad to love me. You know, like I want Mm -hmm. him. he, He wakes up and I'll tell him like once I was like my toe, my toenail fell off. Like I can't do this anymore. And he's like you're not gonna come skiing with me today hannah if you were (laughs) if you were (laughs) like no like my toenail is on the floor and he's like it'll go numb soon because of the ice so like it'll be fine
1: and i'm like (laughs) i know you're doing this to me i know you're a fighter and this is (laughs) (laughs) speaking of fallen toenails um when i was in after i quit swimming i went through the identity crisis and i was like i'm gonna just stay an athlete however which way I can so I started running like 13 miles a day so all my toenails would fall off and I would just paint the meat (gasps) oh no you didn't I swear to god I swear to god Because so I couldn't go without toenails. Maybe so you I-
0: should get bit back together with Bobby. That is <laughs> fucking nasty. Like, I can't even imagine touching the meat underneath the toenail. That the is- fact
2: you called it meat is <laughs> so wild. Was it the so raw chicken? I'm a fighter. No, I had no feeling in my toes at that fighter. point. You have no feeling anywhere at that point. <laughs> no. You're numb to everything. It's <laughs> funny because my toenail finally grew back, but, like, with curve. <laughs> so I'm like, she's learning to love herself. Like, people will be like, what is that? And I'm like, she learns to love her curves. Okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Boy, oh boy. Do I love Nutrafol? I am so excited and tickled and stoked that they are our sponsors. I love Nutrafol. I use it every day. I take four pills every single day. It makes my hair grow so much thicker It's a hot girl product guys it just works
0: It's something that we used before we started this podcast. It's something that we have been using consistently throughout this podcast It's a rare product that the three of us agree on like wholeheartedly and it's neutral and 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair and if you're among them you are not alone and there is a solution that you can trust to deliver results. Neutrophil is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Now, dermatologists may recommend it, that's fine and good. But when the trash Tuesday queens, yeah, I'll call us queens, when we recommend it, I think that should mean a little more than a doctor. I don't know about you. But Kalila has shown me photos of results of before and after. That's what got me hooked on it. And in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. Side note, Annie is never consistent with anything. I've never seen her anywhere without having her neutrophil in her purse. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to nutriful.com and entering the promo code TRASH to save fifteen dollars off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get fifteen dollars off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com. Promo code TRASH. Whoa.
2: like disappear when you're older i mean we talked my nana now i still got it my grandma's like posting on instagram like a full influencer at 82 years old wow so inspiring and she no she out you should see valentine's day she's pink she has the patterns (laughs) like every hall like outfits and like we have to remember that like you're still alive yeah, bro. You don't have to give up on everything just because you got old. Oh fuck the way that our society has treated old people like they're supposed to just disappear. Like- and LA old people—that means you're like thirty-eight, right? Totally.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm moments away.
1: <laughs> in uh, fact, you know what? When I'm eighty, I'm gonna be waving that box of Julie in the aisle. <laughs> still impregnable <laughs> also, women are so fucking like they know everything
2: they're so confident they're so I don't know I like aspire to be an, I told you Barbara Corcoran is
1: like my. I love Barbara Corcoran she's, like I
2: look up to her
1: like, there's this thing that she says like over and over again is like she always believes in people that are a little broken
2: <gasps> wait she DM me on Instagram and she- <gasps> total, no, no no I had a full freak out mama I know. I love her. I'm I realized she's like you need help. <laughs> but yeah, she it's I was talking to Esther about how like some girls they dr- you dream of you like different things. And I was always the kind of girl I did not care about being the prettiest girl in the room. I wanted to be Barbara Cor- Corcoran. I wanted to be like Chesley Handler. I wanted to be like that vibe. And like that has nothing to do with the wrinkles on your face.
0: No. And also, I'm just I'm ready to I'm not giving up. Like, if I have the privilege of becoming a little old lady, like,
2: I want to – You're going to be I'm going to so fight iconic. the fight. Wait, you're going to be such an icon- iconic older lady. Thank you. But, like, I don't know if I can handle your cuteness. Because old yeah. people are cute in general. Oh, my God. I'm just getting cuter. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you're like Jack Harlow. You're just getting <laughs> cuter.
1: <laughs> but as you get older, I mean, the good and bad news is that your testosterone starts to kind of – um move upwards
2: what does that mean um I'm which means people? i kind of want to see
1: that testosterone version of
2: you. <laughs> oh is that why they like don't give a fuck like they're just so tough yeah they don't
1: cry anymore. and then the men their estrogen tends to, tends to compete more with their testosterone that's why there's this myth of like the sweet young man and the cranky old lady oh. because it's like the hormones start to kind of shift wow. in older age and those
2: will be less grumpy over time yeah interesting do so they ever stop waking up at seven a.m. Because that's also what good is day. that?
1: Honestly, I mean, Did no, Bobby I never had that? that. No, 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 six, seven p.m. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite, twelve hours after. Yes, reverse, <laughs> just reverse. No, but um, I, I, I keep looking around in my life. I'm like, am I the only one that hates waking up this early? Like, I like to roll around in bed and dissociate for two hours yes. before I even do a single thing. Oh yeah,
2: like, I do not pop yeah. out of bed. I thought I need to go on like Wellbutrin or something, but it's like, I think that just me and I'm most creative and hyper at like
1: 11. But then I was thinking because of like having to do two a days, working so hard, I always remember fantasizing like, when I have some autonomy in my life, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to sleep in. Those are my two priorities. When I'm done swimming, I'm going to sleep in and I'm going to take well, naps. Swimmers,
2: you had to like wake up at like 3 Maybe
1: be in the water by 5.
2: Yeah, that is so
1: abusive. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up and it was cold. And it's like the pools are heated to like maybe upper 70s. But it's like 35 degrees out in the winter. No. And you're like, I don't no. want to be wet right 5 now. 5am.
0: You are so much stronger than me. <laughs> like, it's, I'm pathetic. The fact that you were in a cold pool at 5 a.m. ever even once, it's like, I, you could crush me with your hand. <laughs> I'm such a fuck nothing. Um, no, okay. Surviving
2: ballet school. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's something. You that should talk to someone. That is like,
1: Esther, that you, I think I would argue and say you went through maybe the most psychological warfare. Like, that's my like, nightmare yeah because you have to worry about your weight your aesthetic like when you're just a swimmer when you- I'm a swimmer and athlete like I don't give a fuck Someone how crusty I am Dainty, yeah. putting your hair in a bun these are things I never had to worry about me neither out. never I w- I smelled like chlorine I was crusty as shit I was probably like walking around with beasties cause a fucking wet fucking swimsuit was it up my pussy all day Ew. you know so it's like I never cared about that but like ballet is a completely different story it's like looks are everything oh
0: my god I'm a somebody <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask you guys
1: something what kind and I, I don't think this has necessarily anything to do with you know the person that you are or it might. But how or when do you fill up your gas tank and when do you charge your phone? Do you wait till it's dead? Do you wait till there's five miles left in your tank? Um, What do you do? Do you you run on empty? Do you live on the edge?
0: Oh, my God. You're totally catching me in my most shameful, like literally (laughs) for the last 15 years of my adult life living in L.A. Like when I moved here, when my dad walked me down out to the driveway and I was on the drive to Los Angeles when I was 21 or something. Yeah. He said, always fill your gas tank when it's half full. And I've never done it once. <laughs> I always wait. It sounds like does talking to me. I, Just don't listen. <laughs> I always wait till it's on E. And every time it's on E, I feel like fucking shit. And I, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a mess. I'm a loser. And my worst fear is to be driving in the car went out of gas. That has not
2: happened. But are you seeking the thrill? Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. No. I realize, I realize at this point in my life, I like the drama.
0: No. I think so. I think I do, too. It makes you feel alive. I don't like it, I don't, I swear. And I've even been in situations where it's like 3 AM and
1: I'm in like a weird area and I have to get gas. And I'm like, if I get killed, this is my fault. It's a good story yeah. to tell. Also, I would examine that <laughs> I, and maybe get on board with me and Hannah. I'm telling you, there is a something there that I'm not admitting to where I'm like, mm-hmm. am I just lazy? Am I just putting this off till the end? But I need a little bit of like feeling like, oh, this could go bad before I do anything. <laughs>
0: I think it's laziness for
2: me.
1: <laughs> but laziness is a myth, remember? But it's also like you don't know that girl, like
2: the one who's like, I'll be fine. I'll get it. Right. That girl's not getting it later. And like, you never could, you know? Like, you <laughs> yeah. <can. laughs> Wait, you're, yeah, yeah. Who is she?
0: <laughs> she's <laughs> never coming home. <laughs> Jesus is never coming back. That girl is never. You, and you
2: feel so like answer. betrayed by her. Like, when you're on empty, you're like, you were there. Like, you could, who was that Hannah that decided to fuck me now? She doesn't care about me. She doesn't love me. But then you'll be her the next day and be like, mm, she's fine. Anyway, I have, I have too many voices in my head fun facts about me is because i'm a new yorker i don't drive okay so that lucky i honestly think i couldn't handle the admin of all that but i have done this thing where like my phone i'm a, i'm routine oriented like i'm a little bit like a cat with certain things that i just need routine so it's like at night i charge my phone but every now and then it'll be like at 15 percent, and i'm starting to fall asleep and i'm like i don't really want to get up and put in the charger um. and i will say i will figure it out in the morning
1: I go to sleep, and do you figure it out in the morning?
2: Um, it gets hectic, it's it crazy. Right, moving for chargers. I'm going to random bars. Right, like, hey, you're right. blaming people around you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not speaking to my family. <laughs> 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 I get a divorce, <laughs> but so yeah, I, I just I that Hannah doesn't respect the other Hannah. Like I say yes to everything, and then the day of, I'm like, who? Which Hannah thought this was okay?
0: I have to say, this is a skill that I've worked on over the years, and I feel very confident in my abilities here. And one of my tricks with it is, would I do it today? Yep. Would I do it tomorrow? And that has really helped me. And like I think I've told you guys this before, but I, for a year, me and my college friends did this thing like 20, uh, it was like 2019 no flake. And so if we flaked on anything, we had to do a punishment for the other person. That's a cult. Yeah, I am a cult leader. If you don't know that by now, you're you in the a cult. There's documentary on d- Netflix about Just started it. watching it. I'm she so She goes vulnerable. by Mother
1: God. Wait, which documentary? It's the Sarah Lawrence sex cult. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. The third
0: episode. Not there yet, but excited. Blew my mind. Okay.
2: The second wow. one, you're like, okay, this is really fucked up. And then third one, I was sobbing. I was screaming, throwing up. It, but like in a beautiful way. <laughs> but I'm very recovered at saying I I, but now I
0: almost say no to everything, although now I'm like, <laughs> okay, so how do you decipher
2: it? Because you say, would I do this
0: tonight? Yeah. And also it's like when you go a year where if you flake on something, you have to do a punishment. Yeah. Y- you get it in your system. You're like, I'm not
2: saying yes
0: if I am not might not go.
2: But so you, how did you get over the like, I'm letting this person down feeling?
0: that's really easy for me <laughs> that's just the natural <laughs> born this way kind of thing i don't give a
2: fuck like i don't know anyone anything are you insane like what i don't know why immediately like if someone's like hey can you do my show tonight if i just say no like as a full sentence no i feel like they'll be like she's a bitch she's a demon. no just Whoa. say i
0: can't make it i'm i'm sorry i I'm can't. that person no that come thank up you. with like a full
2: excuse for you i'd be like my ovaries bleeding like I can't I'm yeah I think I'm dying I
0: have just driven in circles in bad neighborhoods looking for parking yeah. too many nights true. to say yes to random shows true and if I don't fill my cup first I have no cups to fill for anyone
1: you're healthier much healthier than me in that way like but I really you say look say up no to, you. to
0: a lot of stuff
1: well like, me all the time it's I, I can say no but like Hannah I feel pretty terrible like there will be like a, 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 a you know, like a three-page apology. Yeah. Um, but
2: well, it's also because we're trained to like be able to do anything right. and not care about our own feelings. So I'm not that in touch with it. Like yeah. I'm like, I'd rather them be happy with me. Like that feels better. Right. I'm going to be miserable at the end. Everyone
1: is coach. <laughs> Everyone is coach. Like that's how I coach. treat it. It's like if I if I, what can I do so that you – you know, like me better in this moment or you respect me more in this moment. It's never just like I can get it for myself. Okay. But it's obviously, it's I'm a lot better now. I'm a little bit more therapized now. But yeah. my instinct is always to do the full-blown explanation.
0: You know what's funny about that? What you just said is... Like, oh, how can, if my answer is about like, you know, pleasing the other person, not only are you betraying yourself, you're betraying me because Mm -hmm. I don't want you to show up if you don't want to be there. Like then now I feel, do you know what I mean?
1: But coach never really cared. (laughs) (laughs) Calling him coach is like figure. No, that
2: is so powerful. But it's so funny that my therapist has told me that they're like, you've betrayed yourself all the time. Yeah because I mean even like playing tennis every day you you have to betray yourself to consciously wake up that early perform mm. on every day you feel horrible that you literally don't right. have yourself it's in your body and your your habits your system yeah. My I, I do think some friends like really love the plans and the hanging out more than others and like whole friendships will be ruined by like someone canceling on things like some <laughs> people are like high maintenance like that which like I res- I respect they find each other <laughs> my best friends and I our thing is flaking. So Same. Like, she literally like, first of all, it's a it's abusive. And this is a strong word. That was a strong word. It's not abusive, but it's like a lot for you to I'm chilling. You asked me to do something I didn't ask to do. And then I have to feel bad to say no. So like everything we do, I go, you can totally cancel. I don't even want to do it. Do you want to do this tonight?
1: Okay, so that's how my friendship structure works, too, where it's like because they understand that there's probably like deep codependency happening. Mm -hmm. So it's like we have a full, safe policy of canceling and everyone just accepts it, even if it's last minute. Like, oh, like. And you don't ask those people to do
2: things that are like important. Right. But like, like I have a friend that I will never ask to do something that's like very important, but I love her to death. Yeah. But like she's canceled on me so many times and I've always been okay with it because it's like part of our friendship. Yeah, I, I think that's healthy. But like a phone call, she's always there for me. But to physically ask her to be somewhere is a lot.
1: Can I, I? Okay, so this is totally <laughs> unrelated. But do you know that the the current sitting president of the Philippines, one of the reasons he won was because he won... Um, basic social media he won tiktok he basically had a whole team generate all of these false things about him i mean that's the whole world like right 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 but uh, one of the craziest things that people really fell for was that he discovered michael jordan
0: (laughs) Pops for just thinking of that as a lie that's like my father invented toaster strudel (laughs) iconic (laughs)
1: lie oh my god so he's like george
2: santos of tiktok
1: yeah, basically, that he, because he's a Marcos, and a Marcos in the Philippines was, he was like basically like a fucking, he put martial law in the Philippines, no dictator, bad, bad, bad history. Oh, bad. Okay. But then their son is now the sitting president, and one of the stories out there was that he visited, I don't know, it was like, Where's Where's Michael Jordan from, North Carolina?
2: Yeah, this is the propaganda right here. Okay,
1: there we go. So here, I'll, I'll read it to you guys. On December 24th, 1969, the Marcos family was in Wilmington, North Carolina, to celebrate the holidays. President Ferdinand Marcos was walking in a park and he saw a skinny child begging for food. No, He gave him a whole box of Nutribun and said, bring this with you child, someday you will grow up, grow up to be someone important. The kid grew up to be Michael okay, Jordan. Okay, that's
2: not even discovery. That you're not—he wasn't playing basketball. Oh, that's you giving a kid food. Also, that seems like just—I don't. That is so fucked up. But I have family members who believe this because I'm like, why did you vote for this guy? And they were like, he discovered Michael Jordan from the Philippines. (laughs) Like of all the vacation, you're not going all the way across the world (laughs) to go to Wilmington.
0: Oh God. That is a beautiful lie I will,
2: <laughs> I have
1: uncles who will fight me on this
2: That is the most fucked yeah. up thing I've ever heard Also, I wouldn't remember the name of a kid That I gave food to in, <laughs> yeah. And I've never remembered Any person I've given food to
0: no yeah that's i'm just like what can i think of <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> esther we should come up with something this is like me thinking i met dave in 2002 <laughs> in middle school in new york city like i just believe it or like it's my i'm like because i also believe that i remember the day i was born like and, and that's obviously a lie but i believe it
2: so well that's kind of like the cult thing yeah where cult leaders will tell you facts about your life based off, like give me a little truth and I'll tell you what actually happened. If I tell you it enough, you believe it's a real memory and then all your memories are fucked up and then you believe your family poisoned you. This has happened to me before.
0: (laughs) Believe it or not, several times. In fact, Dave watched the Sarah Lawrence thing, and he was like, "You would fall for this." He's like, "You're so lucky you weren't there. You would have this. You would have been all be- about this." Because
2: we're athletes, I do believe we'll fall for any. Cult uh, yeah, because possibly. like we're like if someone's like, "I see greatness in you," <laughs> 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 I'm am d- sold. Like I'm literally done. These oh people would be like, "Do you want to be a better person?" And you just follow my rules, and then you'll take over the world. I'd be like, "Absolutely." And
1: next thing you know, I'm like murdering because yourself. I. Was I was also very praise deprived that Yeah, um, praise is my kink. But but now I just like I don't necessarily require it, but when I do hear it, it's I could come. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so you're right. I, I see greatness too. in you.
2: that's how my hair just stood up because also these these women in these cults and men are a lot of really smart successful type a people it's like why narcissists come for people like you because when they love bomb you you're like finally someone fucking realized in three days that i'm perfect (laughs) (laughs) finally because he sees me for me and i'm actually fucking great I i have confidence and then they suck it all out
0: oh God, I'm so susceptible to that. I, But I feel that I am the perfect mix of exactly perfect to be recruited into a cult and also exactly ready to be a cult leader. Like, I'm both of those things.
2: Mm.
1: I also think you could be the mole in there that could dismantle the whole thing. <gasps>
2: yeah, that's, that's I so think th- sweet. You see greatness me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really believe that too because the fact that you could be the leader – but you don't just want to be the leader. It makes me feel like you'd start a rebellion.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: Oh, well, that's a
1: that's a hotter role. Twenty twenty
0: three plans for me. Find. A I don't pole. know. In
1: the apocalypse, I'll find you. Yeah. Guide me.
0: I'll be a good. You can
1: be the second iteration of Mother God. Okay. She's the love as one um, cult leader, right? <laughs> you,
2: okay. She died from like, she died Look from- Look at how she's sitting now. She's sitting differently. Powerful. She carries herself differently. Actually, us together, I feel like you can be the leader. We will be the muscle. Yeah. Like we will be your bodyguards and you can convince us to do any crazy shit and we'll do it.
1: Uh, we're, we're just your oxen, really. <sighs>
2: yeah
0: this is what I've always wanted.
1: <laughs> we'll carry you around your Use feet. Use our athletic will- prowess. This is who I am. Your feet will never have to touch the ground ever again. <laughs> we hold
2: Full circle. Let me sit there, and you're just petting your little dog, (laughs) Kalila. Over here. And you give us praise sometimes, but then you take it away. Ugh, that's so. I honestly, that's so mean. I
0: can't do it. Like I have had that happen to me. That I'm like, I won't do that to anyone. I'll just like, no, I
2: can't. You tell Kalila she's standing out, but not in the good way.
1: Oh my God. It has been so much. Esther, too much. If we start to kind of enjoy ourselves or talk. uh, Oh, yeah. Much. Much. Not too much. Yeah.
2: no, No more giggling. (laughs) um this has been so much fucking fun oh my god i love you guys you belong here oh my god literally every time i'm in la i'll just sit on the rug just have your flight land right outside here walk (laughs) off the flight i but it's so funny because this is like the only pod that i've like really fangirled for i just when the three of you were all together i just was like oh those are my people and when I first went on it, I was like nervous. I was like so excited. And then I think I said the name wrong. That's how you know I was like <laughs> really nervous to be there. I was like, I love this pod. Tuesday trashes. <laughs> um,
0: I am a huge fan of the of giggly Squad and of Burning in Hell. Thank you. Love your Which stuff. Esther was
2: on. Yes. That'd be great. Kalila, I I'm like would love to have you on a Of course. Today.
0: And I just had you on my solo podcast. My pleasure. You killed it. We had so much fun. Um this has been wonderful. Anything else people can come see or stand up on the road? Oh, you're, yeah. you're the queen of TikTok.
2: Oh, my God. I'm a full TikToker now. Um, that's all I care about in life. I have an addiction. Same. But I'm going to be in New York City and Boston and Richmond and Miami coming up. So hannahburn.com. Check it out. We love
0: that. And you guys, thank you so much for being here with us. We will see you next week with a brand new episode. Until then... Um, my feet are the boss of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.